Let's do some Pilates right quick. I really liked our like bingo wing, that wing moment that made me, that healed some trauma. I needed it. Thank you. Trigger warning. This episode, we have discussions about mental health and medication. Okay. You know what I love? We do this in my little Costa Rica group. We, when we, yay, yay. shout out Costa Rica group. I love you, soul family. We do this thing called the highs and lows of the week. So Haley, what were the highs and the lows of your week this week? Oh, well, you know, this is off script. So <laughs> I was about to say improv, 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 improv. I mean, I have my low already because I'm the sob story side of this, but I would say, you know, I have a couple highs, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it stalling long enough. The reception of our last, of our first episode, actually, last week's episode or whatever, you know, our first episode of the podcast was incredible, like universal love and support coming right into my little heart. I just love it so much. I love that we're doing this. We're, we're, we're. And my low, my low is that I have to, I've increased my, my Lexapro, my Vyvanse, and my doctor is filling out a form for FMLA leave because my mental health is like right, right fucking there. Like that meme that's like how close I am to losing my shit. And it's a card that's like a quarter of an inch from a brick wall. <laughs> that's, that's my brain. So yeah, pretty, pretty high highs, pretty low lows. And back to you. My highs would honestly be the same. I was so nervous about doing the podcast, uploading it, editing it, all of it, like promoting it. And I was like, are people actually going to show up for us? Because it's hard to think as a plus size person that people actually care about you. <laughs> And that they care about what you have to say, that there is a need for your voice in a certain space. So to find out that not only is there a need, but there was a want there, there was an appreciation, there was a there was love, there was support. I was like, is my heart gonna explode? Like, <laughs> is my heart gonna explode? So that would definitely be my high. Um I would say my low would be just the general um pressure I put on myself I think that because I'm trying to be successful in every avenue of my life I want to be my Capricorn rising is burnt out but she is still there so she wants to be the best best friend she wants to be the best podcaster she wants to be the best social media person the best um, sister, the best daughter, the best tarot reader, the, you know, the best employee, like she wants to be the best at everything. And it's like, so overwhelming that the pressure I put on myself when I feel like I'm not doing enough has me, sends me into kind of like a little like paralysis moment. Um, and I'm just trying to like recognize that. And I'm also trying to find a therapist that's for me. Um, I feel like that's, my struggle lately is I had such an amazing therapist for so long and not being able to see her and try to find one 
that's not like her, but that I had that repertoire with, you know, I'm having a hard time with. So I definitely need to see a therapist. We are therapy people in this house. So if you're tired of hearing about how amazing therapy is, this is not the podcast for you. This is not it. Sorry about that. We are we are therapy people. We are pro-medication people when it comes to mental health. So just so you know. But those are my highs and lows. This week we are talking about what does it mean to be plus size? What even is plus size? And Haley and their Virgo Rising have done some amazing outlining and research. So I'm going to let them take it away. Haley, educate us all on what is plus size. All right. So, of course, we got to start this with a fucking Webster's Dictionary ass definition. And it's clothes of a size larger than those found in standard ranges, which, like, duh. (laughs) But I feel like the definition of plus size, it's weird because it's like it's both changed, but it's also not changed just because of the plus size range in correlation with what the average size of a of American woman is. Like in the early 2000s, it was around a 14. In 20 from what I could find in 2016, they said no, it's actually a size 16. And as of today, it's like 16 to 18, but over 68% of women wear larger than a size 14, Thanks. which was surprising to me. That's you know what? I'm so I that's surprising me too the amount of hate that we get as fat body people so okay continue the amount of hate that we get but also like how limited the options are yeah if you're over like a size 22 it's just absolutely wild like most stores like traditional plus size stores are like 14 to 24 or 14 to 28 obviously torrid is an outlier because they offer from 10 to 30 but universal standard I put it in the outline as the GOAT because they are size double zero to 40 in everything. And fit models, like pictures of fit models on the site in almost pretty much every size. Like, it's just amazing. I love that. I love it when I see a model, like, have my the B belly, like, to where I actually know what those pants are. Like, it's for pants. Like, I'm sorry, I don't have the, the hourglass. So, like, I need to see what my fupa which is weird that they call it the fupa now because like that's not what i grew up thinking a fupa was but like my like what my lower belly is gonna look like in pants like i need to see that because when i'm looking at a model that has the hourglass and like doesn't have the lower b belly that's what i think i'm gonna look like and then i try on pants and i'm like you don't look like her like you're flawed something wrong with you you know what i mean absolutely yeah I mean, same. We're built. We're built kind of similarly. I think my, honestly, I I can't remember it a ton of what your belly actually looks like, because I have only seen you in person like the the one visit, but my belly hangs low too. Yeah. And the same the same thing. It's like you think something is absolutely gonna slay, and you put it on, and you're like, huh. Hey, just so you guys know, you will not be seeing my belly for free. Um. There's a website for that. Just <laughs> no free belly video here. Okay. So universal standard is the go. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So based off of everything that I was talking about regarding sizing, like for at least the last 25 years, the average American woman has been plus size, but inclusivity and like expanded size ranges really weren't expected until 
the rise of TikTok and everyone started talking about it. Like, I feel like uh, plus size clothing kind of had the same rise as like what Rihanna did with foundation whenever she released Fenty. Yeah. I like yeah. beforehand it was like, oh, you get five foundation shades. And That's she was it. like, no, I have 40. Boss up. And now it's expected. Right. Yeah. Which it should be. Absolutely. I feel like it's always like, even with like merch brands, like when like a with when a brand or an influencer when they come out with merch, it's like the the qu- quality changes when the larger it gets, which is so weird. And like I know that the influencer or whatever like doesn't have a lot of control over that. Like I'm not being like shitting on influencers, but when I want the like nice fabric that a size medium has, but I get this like disgusting sorry my sensory issues are coming in like the just the nastiest t-shirt because it's in my size it's like i don't even want that like i want the quality quantity quality quality word quality that the medium gets and that just doesn't exist i feel like in so many brands yeah i feel like it's both like a lack of a lack of that stuff existing but it's also the vendors who source that kind of stuff, like source out the different t-shirts, they are paying attention. They're like, oh, a 3X to a 6X? Here we go. And it's like the freaking like Gildan extra thick cotton that like you can't move in. Yes. Which no shade to anyone that likes that, but I'm a sweaty person and the extra material just doesn't breathe for me. No shade, no tea, but, like, I'm a sweaty bitch, so that's... I'm gonna pass on that. I'm gonna pass. Dude, ever since... I've always been a sweaty person, but ever since I had bariatric surgery and then switched to Lexapro, like, my husband has been making fun of me because I just, like, my catchphrase lately is I'm sweating my fucking ass off. Just randomly. I'll bend over and pick something up and I'm just like, that's how I was today. It was like 84 and I thought I was going to die. I was in like a t-shirt dress and I was like, <sighs> like literally in Target. Like, how are you guys not dying right now? Like, I, I feel disgusting. Yep. I wore a, I wore a mask yesterday to my doctor's appointment. And oh my god. I would say it would like moisturize, but I feel like like sweat dries you out even more. You know, like tears. I didn't realize like salty with tears. I didn't realize that like because tears were so salty until like I would literally cry like break out and I'd be like, I don't know why in my head like anytime there's moisture, like it's clearly good for you, but it's like no girl. Okay. Anyways, I digress. Fuck it. No, but about the tears, like whenever whenever I like have like a mental breakdown and I'm crying a lot like I'll get like cracked skin through here like little rice hatches it'll it'll hurt so bad until it heals but my skin is just so extra it looks so good when you look so like porcelain and beautiful and like I did my skincare so like I'm very like dewy and glowy and I'm like catch the shine like no makeup who are we even like when I picked my skin like she's healing I have noticed like since my skincare sorry to digress people like welcome to the show um, since I, like, have started my skincare, for some reason when I pick a pimple, it, like, peels my skin. So I got those patches where before, like, I could just, just get into it. And it wouldn't, like, rip my skin. But lately, like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I literally popped a pimple and it's like it tears the first layer off. That's where I got this. But I... That's I like, my skin has been down here lately. 
Like I'm glad I'm flattered that you think my skin looks so nice because whenever I took my last pee break, I looked in the mirror and it's like so dry down here, and I'm like, can't even think it's dark in there. Yes, <laughs> but okay. Anywho, it's back to what the episode's about, guys. Welcome. Sorry, <laughs> we're all good. At least I hope we're all good, listeners. We better be. We better be good. Comment below if you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> I'm no longer asking. <laughs> I want to ask. Like, I want to know. No, but whenever I was doing my little research earlier, I went down like a high fashion rabbit hole because personal, personal anecdote, whenever I was younger, I wanted to be a fashion designer. And I was fucking obsessed with like couture and like ready to wear brands. Like I just, all I wanted was to be able to be rich and afford that shit. And then it was like, LOL, they don't make it for you. And they still don't. No. <laughs> they still don't. But the funny thing about plus size and when it comes to those brands is like a plus size model is like a size six to an eight. Anything no. bigger than that, I guess, is like, you know, morbidly obese. No. Dead ass. Oh. Yeah. What yeah, like a plus size runway model. Oh, I saw that. I saw a TikTok about that Carl guy who, like, was, like, a designer for, like, Chanel and all these other, like, five. Carl, Carl, Carl Lagerfeld? Yeah, he sucked. Yeah, he, like, hates, like, just like, like, he hated fat people. It was, like, very, like, I just, I, I feel like there's so, how many spaces can you just, like, safely, in the public eye, like, I'm talking about the public eye, you could just be a celebrity and just be like, you know what, I hate this group of people and like no everyone's like yeah they suck he was just like i hate fat people and there were no repercussions no one yeah. cared everyone's like whatever yeah yeah it's like are you like what the what are you talking about like what are you how can you yeah. probably be like so high like status and people just like worship your eye and all the work you've done and then be like yeah but like actually low-key like kind of a terrible person hated fat people but like look at his design it's like are you kidding me mm-hmm. anyways i digress keep going i feel like there was some there was some other shit that he did that was not cool as well i feel like there might have been there was at least racism and or anti-semitism in with this shit but to be honest like yeah shocker yeah of course but anyway so because i used to be a little fashion design girly i went on Saks fifth avenue's website today and was browsing the clothes so if up to a size 10 there is roughly thirty thousand clothing items like at a size 10 they had thirty thousand clothing items available to to shop at but like with each size bigger than that it dropped so drastically. Like at a size 18, they were down to 12,000 items available. And by the time you got to a size 28, which was the largest size they offered, there was only 154 items. And most of them were from Good American. And there oh. were some from Bacall and Kiana, which are already like well, well-established plus size, like upscale brands. So from 30,000, to 154. Why? Wow. That's some shit. That's crazy. And like, imagine like, Good American like just got here. I feel like she, like, 
she just started that in my head she just started i mean i'm sure it's like five years old but like in my head like that just and i don't own a single thing from good american i don't either one because it's still very expensive is it and for a long time i couldn't fit into it yeah it's like i mean compared to torrid it's really not that expensive but it's like hundred dollar jeans or more oh okay maybe that's why i don't yeah all right that's crazy that's nuts like right and it's not like there's it's not like there's no fat people that could afford couture but this does bring an interesting intersection because i know last week i was talking about how fat people face waist discrimination and how their fatness can like impact their higher ability and stuff like that which is really fucked up but on average, fat women earn 9% less per month than thin women do. And of course, there's like the intersection of race within that as well. But the kicker, fat men actually earn 4.6% more than thin men. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I know we're on a podcast. So I'm supposed to talk, but like you, I'm just like. I don't know why that like completely gobsmacked me. Like, <laughs> it also kind of pissed me off because, like, fat. Of course, it pissed me off. I was like getting my pitchfork out. Activated, activated, activated. I know, like, fat women are are seen as like less professional and less like we know what the fuck we're talking about in the workplace. And you mean to tell me fat men are paid more when they already don't work as hard as women do anyway? And like, sure. come for me in the comments. I don't care. Right. Like, y'all this, don't work as hard. We're getting controversial, but that's what we're here to do. Like, not to be controversial, but to like state our big opinions. Let's talk about the mid-sized debate, because I know that's a topic that's near and dear to your heart. You've been reading ahead. But did I go ahead? <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. God, I'm terrible. These outlines. I'm terrible. Terrible at reading through my beautifully articulated outline. I'm fucking kidding. No, but whenever I was doing research on all this stuff, it was wild to read, like, the data, but remember how those time periods actually were. Like, so in the early 2000s, the average size was a size 14. But I know you remember the tabloids that would keep track of how fat celebrities were, and it was, like, Hilary Duff had baby fat but oh my god like she was you know they they stopped short of calling her shamu basically oh absolutely i still remember the jessica simpson like debacle i i'll never forget it out. she was like a size four right it, like it, 130 pounds it was like but god even like reading those tabloids and stuff as like a fat child and a fat teenager like you're sitting there judging people at le- as like a size four and you're like yeah, she really fattened up. Yeah. And it's just like, in one ear, out the other, like, you don't even realize what it's doing to you. I actually saw a TikTok yesterday. Um, I might butcher their username, but Lady Speech Sankofa. <sighs> it was actually one of those one of those videos, and she was talking about just accepting yourself and basically just hammering home, like, accept your body how it is. Don't follow that up with, like, a but yeah like myself better with this like we are accepting ourselves we are accepting our bodies and it was a good reminder even as someone who has kind of gone through that like revisiting my high school body size Mm -hmm. and seeing it with so much love and appreciation but there are still times like where i'm like man like my butt's kind of droopy now because i lost 
you know, all the weight that I did. Mm-hmm. But who fucking cares? It's a butt. It's like, a butt. I shouldn't be picking myself apart like that. It's a butt. And I guarantee you, Jax will gnaw on it, droopy or not. And oh, yeah. He wants it. He he loves how squishy I am. Like, he'll just, like, reach out and, like, play with my belly. And he's just, like, my squish. And I'm just, like, you're so sweet, but that's weird. That's Brian, man. That's that's part of the mix sides couple episode. But, like, I cannot wear shorts around this man. I can't. Because he is going to get in my thighs and just jiggle them. <laughs> and it's, cr- it, it, like, God forbid he come home and I'm in a bralette. He's like, are you flirting with me? I'm like, are you kidding me right now? It's a Tuesday at, like, 3 o'clock. Like, I'm not flirting with you, my God. I'm hot. I'm literally hot. And he's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. And now, the love that we've all been waiting for. You can tell I have no rhythm. No, it's okay. The mid-sized debate. <laughs> the mid-sized debate. If you've gotten this far, <laughs> if you've gotten this far in the episode, I praise you because we are just having a good time at this point. We love you. We love you so much. Our nerves are a lot better, and we're we're getting kind of long-winded. Now. Here we go. Here we go. Settling in. Settling in. So I'm gonna come in hot with this, mm-hmm. but I need y'all to stay with me. Mid-size is bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. And it's not that their struggles are illegitimate. That is not why. You know, there are people of all sizes, like, vanity sizing as a whole is stupid. And it's just, the whole construct just makes us feel like shit about our bodies. Because, you know, there's 8 billion people in this world, probably 8 billion different body types. And we're trying to fit into one, like, fit model standard. It's just ridiculous. It's not that they don't experience issues, but they, mid-sized people, do not experience the lack of access to clothing like plus-sized people do. Like, they might, shit might fit their bodies weird, and that's totally valid. Just like it would be valid if someone with a very large chest were to be complaining too, you know? It happens. But unless they're shopping at, like, Brandy Melville this random ass store that I just where I know everything is one size fits most and it's cut for like a size small like I just feel like the term mid-size is bullshit because it was developed to make them feel better but because they didn't want to associate with actual fat people it's like well I'm not plus size but I still have struggles and it's like okay why do you have to separate yourself from plus size people to feel valid right yeah I I agree with that statement. I think that the mid-sized people feel is like we feel uncomfortable associating with fat people. So we, because of this uncomfortability, uh, we're going to create our own category where we can feel as though we belong. And like, I understand wanting to feel like you belong, but you would have been just fine sticking with fat people. If you weren't yeah. at your core, and you just fatphobic, like if you, like if you were at your core fatphobic and had an inner hatred for fat people, we would have gladly brought you on board and supported you yeah. and cheer cheered on your struggles, you know, given you yeah. love and support and been like, yeah, girl, like, or yeah, bro, like. Those pants don't fit me either, you know, but instead you had to separate yourself because at your core, 
you don't like fat people and like just say it just say it with your chest exactly it's still it would still be the worst thing that they could be called right like it's i feel like it was a way to kind of attach themselves to the body positive movement which was already something that was extremely whitewashed and watered down from the queer black women that started it or the queer black femmes rather that Mm -hmm. started it like that was not created for a size six person that has a belly roll because they're sitting and slightly rounding their shoulders Mm -hmm. and they're like oh look at my tiny roll like it wasn't for them no but i feel like it, the the reason midsize bothers me so much is just because it feels like they're cosplay discrimination. Like, they're so oppressed, but they can go in any, all the snake store they want, except, like, probably Saks Fifth Avenue, and find something to wear. Right. Yeah. Like, how are you, how are you struggling when, you know, a, a person who's a size 28 or a size 4X, they have Torrid. Yes. Maybe ASOS. Yes. Or however you say it. Like a store. I don't even know. What yeah. extremely expensive store. Right, but like name an actual in-person retail store other than Torrid that they can go into. You can't even go in Old Downey anymore. Like, this is like no. online there are more options, but you're going to have to return some stuff. You don't know how it's going to fit you. You got to wait. Like, the convenience of being straight size and being mid size. of I'm going to run into Target and I know they're going to have my size and I'm going to try on clothes. Like, I was literally in Target today. And I was so excited about this new collection that came out that was on TikTok, right? I was like, yes, like they have, I will give it to Target. What was it? It was like your shirt and like, well, it wasn't your shirt. It was like they had like, they dropped some new collection and it was like from straight sizes all the way to like 4X. And um, was it Future Collective? Because I fucking ride for them. I love them. I don't know the name. I'm sorry. Um. I saw it on TikTok. So, of course, like, I'm so easily influenced. I, like, ran to Target. Um, <laughs> right. You say less, you know. So, I, like, ran to Target and, like, I was, like, trying it on. And, like, I I found a couple things. I didn't end up buying them because they didn't look good on my body. Um, but I immediately, that was it, right? It was, like, the first collection at the front. There was a couple pieces um i will give it a target like their bathing suits have been really inclusive i made a tiktok about the great bathing suits i got for costa rica like it was awesome i finally felt normal because i didn't have to go like i did today where i ran out like i i looked around there was nothing else in my size so of course like you go and you put your head down and you go into the back corner of the deepest darkest clearance and there you find the plus size section next to the like forbidden maternity which is like weird that it's also with plus size and it was so isolating it was so isolating and it was like mid-sized people you don't experience that like your extra large or your xxl whatever is right there the front with everybody else like you don't feel like you've done something wrong and are getting sent to the principal's office because you have to go to the dark section of the store to find clothes that no one would wear. No one would wear that. Like, come on, Target. Like, oh, come on, brands. Like, be be cool. Like, why are you doing this? Like, you just just put a sign that says, I hate fat people. Like, we don't want to wear that. We don't want to wear that. At least, like, 
you know, we can get into an episode about like fast fashion stuff, but at least like fast fashion, like cider, like I wish they had more sizing other than a 4X, but at least they try to be on trend. At least they try to make you feel like you're, you know, hanging with the cool kids. Like it's so crazy. But yeah, so I get the mid size. I think it's like I, of course, as the Libra in me is like, oh, I don't want to like upset anybody. But at the end of the day, like, it really is like the mid-sized thing like I get that you want to feel valid in your body and you want to feel valid in your sizing and your struggles but you could have done that by aligning yourself with plus size like we would have given you that validation you would have had the community you just had to because you don't want to be with fat people but instead of saying like I don't want to be seen as fat I would rather be seen as mid my my mid-sized and thin friends know that I love them I know my approach is not for everyone. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I'm not for everyone. But if me saying midsize is bullshit makes anyone mad, I challenge you to sit with that and figure out why. Is it because my tone is rude? Or is it because what I said is hitting too close to home and you don't like it? Thanks for joining us. for joining us on the plus size section let us know how you felt let us know what you're processing are you mad at us do you still are you still fans and love us are you mid-size how do you feel are you plus size how does it feel knowing that none of us can shop at uh fifth avenue fuck you carl lagerfeld ponytail piece of shit done and we're out of here bye guys <laughs>